Good morning. Welcome to all pilgrims and visitors to Martyr's Shrine. May your day be one filled with blessings. Today is the 25th Sunday in Ordinary Time. The celebrant for this Mass is Father Michael Knox, con-celebrant Father Peter Choi. This Mass will be offered for Jessica and family. Please stand and join us in our opening hymn, number 807 in the Blue Gather Book, We Are Called, number 807. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Sisters and brothers 
It is with great joy that I welcome you here to the Canadian Martyr Shrine, where each of you in your own way have chosen to make this day one of pilgrimage, where you have dedicated it to the Lord, to a journey where you can walk with St. Jean de Brébeuf and his companions, seeking healing and joy in your lives, seeking peace, and bringing with you all of the struggles and joys that you bring of your life, counting on the love of Christ. We are also very grateful to welcome Father Peter with us today and the new-fledged parish community of St. Brother Andre's parish. We are very happy to have you with us on this day, and we pray with you as you continue to build up your church, not only in members, but the building itself. As pilgrims, we gather together here before the altar of the Lord, conscious that there are many moments in our lives where we have chosen to walk with Christ, but also moments, perhaps, where we have stumbled in that journey. And now, before the Lord, we can count on his love and his mercy as we pray. Father, glory. 
Let us pray. O God, who founded all the commands of your sacred law upon love of you and our neighbor, grant that by keeping your precepts, we may merit to attain eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Let us be seated and listen to the living word of God. A reading from the book of the prophet Amos. Hear this, you who trample on the needy and bring ruin the poor, to the poor of the land, saying, when will the new moon be over so that we may sell grain and the Sabbath so that we may offer wheat for sale? We will measure out less and charge more and tamper with the scales buying the poor for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals and selling the sweepings of the wheat. The Lord has sworn by the pride of Jacob, surely I will never forget any of their deeds. The response is, praise the Lord who lifts up the needy. Praise the Lord who lifts up the needy. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time on and forevermore. Praise the Lord who lifts up the needy. The Lord is high above all nations and his glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God who is seated on high? who looks far down on the heavens and the earth. Praise the Lord who lifts up the needy. The Lord raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes, with the princes of his people. Praise the Lord who lifts up the needy. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Beloved, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone, for kings and all who are in high positions, so that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and dignity. This is right and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, there is also one mediator between God and the human race, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all. This was attested at the right time for this, I was appointed a herald and an apostle, a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. I am telling the truth. I am not lying. The word of the Lord. Sweet. 
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to Jesus said to the disciples, there was a rich man who had a manager and charges were brought to him that the manager was squandering his property. So the rich man summoned him and said to him, what is this that I hear about you? Give me an accounting of your management because you cannot be my manager any longer. Then the manager said to himself, what will I do now that my master is taking the position away from me? I'm not strong enough to dig and I am ashamed to beg. I have decided what to do so that when I am dismissed as manager, people may welcome me into their homes. So summoning his master's debtors one by one, he asked the first, how much do you owe my master? He answered, a hundred jugs of olive oil. He said to him, take your bill, sit down quickly and make it 50. Then he asked another, and how much do you owe? He replied, a hundred containers of wheat. He said to him, take your bill and make it 80. And this master commanded, commanded the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the children of this age are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than are the children of, of light. And I tell you, make friends for yourselves by means of dishonest wealth, so that when it is gone, they may welcome you into the eternal homes. Whoever is faithful in a very little is faithful also in much. And whoever is dishonest in a very little is dishonest also in much. If then you have, you have not been faithful with the dishonest wealth, who will entrust to you the true riches? And if you have not been faithful with what belongs to another, who will give you what is your own? No slave can serve two masters, for a slave will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. The Gospel of the Lord. Today in our hearing is a challenging message from the word of Christ who dwells among us here in what we have heard. At the core of today's gospel is an invitation for each of us to reflect on what it means to be self-aware. In many cases in our lives, we move from thing to person, to task, to duty, to purchase, to sale, to vehicle, to home, and then to work again. And we move like pieces on a checkerboard, or perhaps like pawns for some of us in the hand of someone or something else. 
whether it be a job or an obligation? How often is it that we have the opportunity to stop as you have chosen to do today, to dedicate a time to prayer, but more importantly, to reflection on how the Spirit is moving within you, within me, and how the light of God is directing us. Along with that, taking time to reflect perhaps on how it is not where there are perhaps dark spaces within our life that take control of us, in a sense, and lead us where we do not wish to go. Our founder, St. Ignatius of the Society of Jesus, felt that this was one of the most important realizations that we could have as human persons. For we are meant to be people that are free. Free and within the Church, driven and moved by love above all else. No single thing, no single circumstance, no single even obligation of work should take precedence over the stirring of the Spirit in our hearts. This requires effort, time at prayer, the receiving of the sacraments to give us strength, spiritual conversation with a spiritual director or priest, and the awareness that within each of our hearts is a huge space in which God and light and evil forces are laboring, that the sacredness of each of our souls is so great that angels and saints that Christ himself, along with the forces of darkness, are in a battle within us to help us to discover ourselves or to work at our destruction. One often thinks that perhaps religion is an obligation, that it's something we do, perhaps a social construct that has meaning and brings people together in community. And yet Jesus' life reveals to us again and again the extraordinary sacredness of our immortal souls and the gift that we have of grace and love, of free will and choice, the opportunity to serve and to build up his kingdom here on earth in ways that will last in the souls of others for all of time and beyond it in heaven. And in the midst of that desire to be self-aware and to grow in a sense of who we are, there is a struggle that's put forward in today's gospel. It's a question of being able to give, and also, equally important, I think, being able to receive. You see, there are two characters in Jesus' parable. There is the manager, who perhaps was somewhat corrupt in his management of his Lord's affairs, but there are also the people that he went to see, making a hundred into fifty and seventy-five into forty and so on. And they represent two aspects of ourselves. In the life of Saint André, we see 
a spirit there that helps us with that second challenge, to be able to receive. The parish community here, I have heard, from that church, given his name and his patronage, are in the midst of building a church for themselves. And right now, in humble ways, but of course in grace-filled ways, they celebrate the Holy Mass together in a place that is not a church. And yet they strive together to build a church to honor God, to build a place where they can come together. Years ago, Brother Andre received a similar command from Christ himself through the words of St. Joseph. And humbly, Brother Andre went from place to place and shared his message, which inspired others to give. And from a small chapel on a hill, a great basilica now stands, a testament not only to the generosity of others, but to the humble willingness of Brother Andre to accept. It's often difficult, especially, it seems, in our society today, to be willing to accept. Because, after all, it could mean that we were weak, or that we couldn't take care of ourselves, or that a pride overcomes us where we want people to believe that we are successful, that everything is okay, that we'll be fine, we'll be better than fine, we're great. How are you today? I'm great. Everything's great. And yet we know that one of the fundamental realities of the human experience is that we live life together. That we are not meant to be autonomous beings on our own. That being beings invited into love, we are invited into relationship with one another that there is a strength and kind of a perfection that comes in being together and supporting one another that is lacking somehow or making us less when it is not present. We must remember that even in the person of God, the one is in three, in a community of Father, Son, and Spirit, who share in love with one another. And in that love, creation pours forth. And our support pours forth. And in the body of Christ, the church pours forth. We are invited today to reflect on what it means to be able to receive. Because ultimately, in the religious tradition that we hold, our spiritual life and all of the gifts of the sacraments around us are meant to help dispose us to receive something extraordinary, which is God's love and God's care and God's support. And yet, interestingly, as I journey with people of faith, and I'm sure among your own friends and family, you will see 
that sometimes receiving God into ourselves willingly is the hardest thing to do of all because we feel unworthy or we feel we can take care of it for ourselves or we feel he doesn't bother with those little things of the day to day and yet he does and he loves and he's there in the life of Saint Jean de Brébeuf we see another example one of the martyrs that we honor here who's placed at the center of the uh, painting painted by Mother Mary Nealis that was at the canonization of the martyrs, we see the extraordinary things that can come from giving, too. For not only did Brebeuf, in his case, have the spiritual strength to empty himself and receive the gift and calling of God to come to this land, but he also knew in his heart that he had to share in the ability that Christ invited him into to give of himself, to offer himself, so that when he came to this land, he didn't only meet a people that he felt needed some kind of evangelization, but more importantly, he fell in love with a people who he wanted to share the thing, the person he loved most with which was Jesus himself. Today, as we receive the body and blood of Christ, and we are invited as disciples of Christ in the church to go out in the world and to give of ourselves in love, let us pray and reflect upon that gift of receiving and that gift of giving, that dynamic of having the grace of humility to accept from others, and in that also that grace of service to give. For in those two realities and actions, we can discover great joy and more of ourselves as we grow in relationship with Jesus. Commitment to the Lord in the Creed of the Apostles. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sin, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Having professed our faith in the living God, we now turn to him with our prayers.
Let us pray for our world, that every human person may grow in the ability to receive in love and in turn to give in love, following the example of our Lord and his saints. We pray to the Lord. Let us pray for all of the pilgrims who come here today to this sacred place to walk with the martyrs, to grow in their relationship with Christ. Remembering especially with the intercession of uh, Saint André, the parish community that comes here seeking to grow in love and relationship with the Lord. We remember all the intentions of pilgrims this day and the Mass that we pray for, those who have sought the intercession of the holy martyrs. For these intentions we pray to the Lord. Let us pray for the poor in this area, remembering those suffering from mental illness at Waypoint, the homeless, especially those at Guest House, remembering all the poor and the sick that we know, those who suffer from loneliness and fear and hunger. At the healing hand of the God we love, and Christ, his Son, through the Spirit, may lift them up into peace and justice. We pray to the Lord. And we take a moment in silence to offer our own prayers to God. For these intentions, we pray to the Lord. Counting always on our Blessed Mother who joins us as we pray with her Son, we say together, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed be the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Jean de Brébeuf, Saint Gabriel Lalma, Saint Isaac Jacques, Saint Charles Garnier, Saint Noël Chabanel, Saint Jean de Lalande, Saint René Goupy, Saint Brother André, Saint Joseph, Patron of Canada, Holy Mary, Queen of Martyrs.
Pray, sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Receive with favor, O Lord, we pray, the offerings of your people, that what they profess with devotion and faith may be theirs through these heavenly mysteries, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For by his birth he brought renewal to humanity's fallen state, and by his suffering canceled out our sins. By his rising from the dead, he has opened the way to eternal life, and by ascending to you, O Father, he has unlocked the gates of heaven. And so, with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these most sacred mysteries. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, 
the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your faith. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, with our holy, holy martyrs, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages. We may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
let us offer each other a sign of Christ's peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Happy are those called to the supper of the Lamb. In 751, the servant song, Sabbath Light One. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
Just one announcement. The Jesuit fathers have been informed that the fire suppression system in this beautiful church needs to be replaced this year. The total unexpected cost of the project is $275,000. We have therefore begun a Tooney drive this season to pay for the project. If every pilgrim who comes this season gives an extra Tooney, $2, by God's grace, we will have the funds required. At the back of the church is a small plastic church where you may place your Tooney. Any support would be greatly appreciated as we care for this holy site. Thank you for your generosity. Let us pray. Graciously raise up, O Lord, those you renew with this sacrament, that we may come to possess your redemption both in mystery and in the manner of our life. Through Christ our Lord. I wish to thank you all again for coming and for your commitment to a life of prayer, being pilgrims this day, coming to this holy place. Father, it's wonderful to have you in celebration, and we're very grateful for the parish that you bring today, and we will be praying for you in the community for your continued growth. I'd also like to thank everyone for their generosity in supporting the Martyr Shrine. You know, it's interesting, every year there's another project, uh, another thing that we must do to help to maintain this place. And as you may know, the gate fee that you might have paid coming in only represents about 20% of the money required to operate the shrine. We thank you for that gift that you've given and anything else that you offer to support us. We have to practice what I was preaching today every day, being open to accept the gift of others. It's a humbling thing, but it brings us great grace and joy when we get to meet the people who help to support us and to see the Lord working in your faces and in your lives. So I thank you for that. I'm also supposed to remind you that our cafe is now open. So it's been closed for several years, uh, but it is open and running well with food that I hear is quite delicious. So if you are thinking of lunch today, just know that the cafe is now open again. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Mass is ended. Go forth serving the Lord through your lives. Hymn 609, you are the voice. 609.